0: Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through the three things that I specifically looked for when I was interviewing people for our team at Microsoft. So if you're not familiar, I got my job in Microsoft back in 2016, and I worked there for a little over five years, and I worked my way up from partner manager all the way up to director of partner development. And through that time, I was involved in multiple interview processes for people that were looking for jobs on our team uh, at pretty much every single level. And it was my job to speak to them and understand their qualifications and see if they were a fit for our team. So for each of these people, there's obviously a broad range of factors that you could consider In order to understand if this person was qualified, if they fit the team's culture, if they fit the company's culture and all these other things. But there were really three specific things that I tried to dial into that I found set the best candidates apart from everybody else. And I wanted to share those three things with you in this episode so that you could understand them and you could work to weave them into your interview preparation process and your delivery when you go on your next interview. So let's dive in. The first thing that I looked for was whether or not the candidate gave specific answers versus just general cookie cutter answers. Put another way, I was looking to see if this candidate had gone above and beyond to research Microsoft our specific department in Microsoft, which was Microsoft Ads, and our specific team. And I wanted to see if they specifically understood the initiatives we were driving, the goals that we had, the challenges we might be facing. And that was really, really obvious in the answer that they gave. So I had a specific test for this. And essentially what I would do is I would listen to their answer and then I would swap in one of our competitors, say Amazon or Meta. And if their answer still made sense when I swapped in our competitor's name, that answer wasn't specific enough. So for example, somebody could come in and say, well, the reason I want to work at Microsoft is because they are a leader in the tech space. I've really, really loved what Satya has done with the company culture, and the trajectory that he's taken the company on. And I want to be part of a place that values its people and is innovating in this space and that other companies are looking up to. So that's what gets me really excited to work at Microsoft and for your team. Now, that's a cool answer. That's really positive and sounds great, right? But I could swap in any of our competitors for Microsoft, and I could swap in any of their CEOs for Satya in that answer. And the answer would still make sense, right? You could probably say the same thing about Amazon, about Meta, about Google, about any of these other companies. And so to me, that meant that they didn't go deep enough to truly understand what this team cares about and what Microsoft Ads cares about. And at the end of the day, that's what really matters because you can say all the nice things that you want about this company, but you're getting hired on this specific team to solve for a specific challenge or to help us drive a specific initiative. And so if you're coming to the table and you're not really illustrating that you understand what those things are and you're not selling me on how you can help, that's going to cause you to potentially lose out to somebody who does. The second thing that I looked for was whether or not this person was passionate about something outside of work. And this doesn't mean that they had to have a side hustle or had to be freelancing or had to be burning the midnight oil. This could be both on the business side or on the personal side. Either way, having something that you invest your time in outside of work shows that you A, have passions, right? You're excited about something and you're willing to invest your own time and energy into that thing. But B, it also shows that you're a bit of a self-starter and you have an action bias. So not only are you excited about stuff, but you wanna get cracking on it, you wanna get working on it, and you're excited to jump in. I found that the people who had side hustles or who had hobbies that they really invested in, these types of people had the traits that matched up with what we saw in our top candidates, who were folks that didn't hesitate to take a new idea and run with it, or didn't hesitate to experiment, and actually got really invested, really passionate about certain projects and certain things that we were focused on at work. So this is something that I looked at for Microsoft. It's also something that I looked at while we were hiring for people at Cultivated Culture, because I don't shy away from folks who have side projects, side businesses, whether they freelance, whether they do photography, whether they paint any of these things. To me, doing something like that basically illustrates that you have all the traits that I'm looking for in an awesome employee. And then the third thing here was looking at what kinds of questions they asked. And you could tie this back to the first thing that I mentioned, which is around specificity. The same is true for questions. So, of course, there are basic questions that people want to know the answers to, right? What's your favorite part about working at Microsoft? And I'm happy to share that with you. However, the best candidates tend to recognize that this is one of the few parts of the interview that they control. And the questions that they ask can really help set them apart from other candidates. And it can also help them get information that they might not be able to get anywhere else. So the people who just stuck to the same basic questions that you hear for pretty much every candidate, those folks don't tend to stand out and they're also not really showing that they have a deeper understanding of my business or that they're digging deeper for info that might help them make a good decision. But instead, the candidates that stood out were the ones who said, hey, I saw this specific article come out that mentioned you all are thinking of releasing this feature And that is a goal of a broader strategy that you're using to potentially compete with Google's SMB space in X, Y, and Z ways. But I know that when you release something like this, X thing might be a challenge. How are you thinking of solving for that? That type of question shows me that this person did their research. They really understand what we're doing, what we're rolling out, what our goals are. And then they also understand how that sets up within the competitive landscape. And they have questions about what they might be stepping into, right? Because if I give them an answer and they think, whoa, that is not the way I would approach it, or that doesn't sound like a really good idea. That's great information for them. They know what they're stepping into. And I appreciate somebody who's asking really good and really pointed specific questions to get information to help them make a better decision. It also shows me again that they've done their research and they understand my business at a deeper level than most other people who are just asking general questions. So for you, Don't be afraid to ask basic questions if it gets you information that you need. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you are including some more specific questions to get deeper information that you you need, but also to show your interviewer that you really do understand their business. Because one of the best ways to illustrate that we understand things is to ask really, really good questions about it. So those are the three things that I personally looked for in candidates. And just to recap, the first was whether or not they gave specific answers that really showed that they knew my business and they knew where we were going and they could play into that. The second thing was whether or not this person was passionate about something outside of work. Again, business-wise, personal-wise, whether it was a hobby, whether it was a side hustle or freelancing, all of those things are fair game. But I really wanted to see that this person had something that they cared enough about to invest their own time and energy and passion into improving and into, building. To me, that encompasses all the traits that I look for in a great hire. And then the third was the kinds of questions that they asked. Again, back to the specificity here. Did they ask questions that showed me they understood my business? And also, did they ask questions that gave them a deeper level of info? Those things showed me the type of person that they were and what I could expect if they joined my team in terms of the way they gathered information and the way that they thought about problems. So I'd highly recommend that you reflect on these three things and think about how you might be able to bake them into your own interview preparation and your own strategies for the next interview process that you go on, because I promise you, I am not the only one thinking about these three things. And if you do find a way to incorporate these in there, I think you'll see a much higher success rate going from interview to job offer. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.